podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is the Whistleblowers Daily, the bite-sized show that gives you the football headlines and some concise opinion on each every weekday throughout the season. I'm Mark Smith. These are your football headlines for Tuesday the 24th of January. Harry Kane has equaled the all-time Tottenham goal-scoring record held by Jimmy Greaves. Kane scored his 266th goal for the club as Spurs beat Fulham 1-0 at Craven Cottage to collect a vital three points in their quest for the top four. After a cagey first half, Kane showed his quality with a brilliant turn and finish from outside the area. He should have scored again in the second half and broken the record, but a great save from Fulham keeper Bernd Leno denied him. Spurs move within three points of fourth place Man United having played a game more. Fulham remain in seventh. Frank Lampard has been sacked as manager of Everton after less than a year in charge. The loss at West Ham on Saturday was Everton's ninth loss in 12 Premier League games. The second from bottom of the table with 15 points from 20 matches, only above Southampton on goal difference. Frontrunners for the vacant job are currently Sean Dyche and Marcelo Bielsa. And the Times newspaper is reporting that UEFA are set to close a loophole in the financial fair play rules that's been used by Chelsea to sign players on contracts of up to eight and a half years to spread the impact of transfer spending. The change in the rules would mean the longest contract that could be offered to a new player is five years. Those are your headlines. Okay, then let's start with Spurs and Fulham. Fantastic result for Spurs after a very difficult few games, well, a few months, really. They weren't brilliant. But they stuck at it. They were dogged. They were pretty... Uh, the the battle in midfield between Polinia and Hoybier was excellent. And I think it sort of characterised the entire game. It wasn't a game of huge quality. But it felt like a real London derby. I, I really enjoyed that match to watch. Harry Kane's moment of quality was, was what separated the sides. And it was absolutely world-class. He's a world-class footballer. It's... A fantastic achievement, 266 goals for his club, equals the uh, Jimmy Greaves record. I'm sure he'll go off and, and, and beat that record and beat it comfortably over the next few months. No point in discussing his future just yet. Lots, lots of talk about his contract. Will he go to United? Will he remain at Spurs? Will he go to you know Germany? Uh, but for now, let's just enjoy him. Let's just enjoy him as much as we can. Let's, let's watch him celebrate as he beats the all-time record because it's quite an achievement. For Fulham, though, they just seem to run out of ideas in that second half. Let's speak to Alex Petrovic. He's a comedian and Fulham fan. Oh, well, that was a frustrating game. But uh, I suppose it shows how far Fulham have come, particularly the last two seasons we're in the Premier League, that we're kind of disappointed with a, a 1-0 home defeat to Tottenham. We don't, And we don't have a particularly good record against Tottenham. I just had a feeling, even though they're not particularly in form and we were slightly more informed by the Newcastle loss. I just had, we just don't have a good record against Tottenham. And uh, I, I had a feeling that this might happen. It was annoying because I think in the first half, definitely, we were the much the better team. We just, not, we just weren't clinical enough in the, in the final third. Had some good chances, but a lot of it straight down Larissa's throat. And obviously a fantastic goal from Kane. Uh, Probably against the run of play. Might be being a bit biased, but yeah, I think it was against the run of play. Fantastic goal, though. And ultimately, that was that was the difference. You've got someone as clinical as as Kane in that scenario. Um, I think I think we'll bounce back. Um, not not an easy one next. Though. We're away at Chelsea, but hey, we beat them for the first time in 17 years. Why not make it like a, a London bus and two will come along at once? 
That was comedian and Fulham fan Alex Petrovic. Moving on then, Frank Lampard has been sacked as manager of Everton. It's been coming for a few weeks now. Poor performance and result against West Ham on Saturday. Here's broadcaster and host of A Week in the Tackle on Sirius XM, Tom Rennie. It is starting to feel like the annual Everton sacking of their manager comes around earlier and earlier every year. And this time, it's factual with Frank Lampard sacked less than a year after getting the Toffees job. He kept them up last season, just about, thanks to some Richarlison end-of-campaign heroics. This season... Well, it's been very, very bad. They're joint bottom above Southampton on goal difference. Nine defeats in 12 and no sign anything is getting any better. I've asked many times, as I'm sure you have as well listening to this over the last year, what is a Frank Lampard team? What do they do? And they certainly try to defend. And that's about it. Not particularly well, but they do keep numbers back there. There are mitigating circumstances that Everton are a basket case club. If you do want to do a cool drinking game this afternoon, how many Everton managers can you name from the past decade? I guarantee you, you will forget one. For me, when I played this last night, Ronald Koeman simply couldn't remember it because they've hired and fired so many people and gone in so many different directions. So those above Lampard, as the fans have made clear, have big questions to answer. But Frank Lampard himself has not made things any better. Whoever comes in, it's a massive job. For Lampard, that may well be it at top level management level. That was broadcaster and host of The Week in the Tackle, Tom Rennie. You can check his stuff out all over the place. Check him out on Twitter as well. But SiriusXM is where he does most of his damage. Uh, An excellent broadcaster and top guy, Tom Rennie. Finally then, the Times newspaper is reporting that UEFA are set to close a loophole in the FFP rules. This is essentially because Chelsea have been signing players on long, long contracts. Six, seven, eight and a half years. And the idea of that is to spread the, uh, the value of that player over that amount of time. So, for example, Mudrick at 80 million quid spread over um, eight years is less money per year than if it was on a short contract. Let's say you've got a 100 million pound player, you spread it over five years, that's 20 million pounds a year. Well, that is quite, you know, that's that's manageable when you've got a high turnover. Um, so, UEFA is trying to clamp down on this I think it's called immortization or immortization. They're trying to clamp down on this because they've realised actually Chelsea have very cleverly exploited a loophole. And fair play to them, they're allowed to do that. But if they close the loophole, they're not allowed to do it anymore. It is just a very clever bit of football accounting uh, designed to make sure that you're not overspending on these big players. So when we talk about Chelsea spending all this money on all these players, we're thinking, how are they not breaking the rules? Well, it's over the length of the contract. That's, that's how they're able to do it. Uh, for more on that, check out people like Kieran Maguire if you're interested in uh, football finance. I can explain as much as I know, which isn't quite enough. OK, that's all we've got time for on the show today. We'll be back same time, same place tomorrow on more Whistleblowers Daily. Sports Social Podcast Network.